Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in 1 Samuel 18, and by way of a broad overview, Israel, the people of Israel, has moved from being led by judges into a monarchy where they are led by kings. Saul was the first king selected to lead Israel. He started out looking promising, and then he was unfaithful to God in a couple specific ways, and God rejected him as king. However, he's still king. He He's rejected in the sense that his future kingship is going to end, but he is still king where we pick up the text here. At the same time, David has been anointed as the next king, and he's not the king yet, but he's the heir apparent, so to speak. And David has just slayed Goliath in this incredible story that we spent three days on, the last three days. And now Saul is becoming increasingly agitated by David and generally agitated. In fact, David has been tasked with coming in to play his lyre for Saul, to soothe him from these spirits. It says, uh, uh, not an evil spirit, but a spirit from God that was troubling Saul. And David has been called in to help with that. David is rising to prominence. Saul is fading into the background. And this chapter 18 is bookended by two interesting narratives. The first is Saul's son, Jonathan, becomes a very, very close friend of David's and kind of comes to David's side from Saul. And then after the section we're going to read, Saul's daughter, Michael, or Michal, or however you say that, is given by Saul in marriage to David. And so two of Saul's own kids have become loyal to David and have kind of left Saul's camp as this divide between Saul and David gets worse. So we're in chapter 18 of 1 Samuel, starting in verse 6. As they were coming home, when David returned from striking down the Philistine, the women came out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tambourines, with songs of joy, and with musical instruments. And the women sang to one another as they celebrated, Saul has struck down his thousands and David his ten thousands. And Saul was very angry at this saying, which displeased him. He said, they have ascribed to David ten thousand and they have only ascribed to me thousands. And what more can he have but the kingdom? And Saul eyed David from that day on. The next day, a harmful spirit from God rushed upon Saul. He raved with his house while David was playing the lyre, as he did day by day. Saul had his spear in his hand, and Saul hurled the spear, for he thought, I will pin David to the wall. But David evaded him twice. Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him, but had departed from Saul. So Saul removed him from his presence, made him a commander of a thousand, and went out and came in before the people. And David had success in all his undertakings, for the Lord was with him. And when Saul saw that he had great success, he stood in fearful awe of him. But in Israel and Judah, they loved David, for he went out and came in before them." couple things quick in this text. First of all, it talks in verse 10 about how a harmful spirit rushed upon Saul. You remember a few days ago when we were talking about David being anointed king by Samuel, talked about the spirit of God rushing on David and being with him. So here you've got a harmful spirit from God, which is interesting that God would allow a harmful spirit to go on Saul, but that's exactly what the text says. 
contrasted with David being rushed upon by the Spirit of God. The other thing that's interesting is that Saul removed David from playing a liar in his presence to calm him and made him a commander of thousand. In the next section, which we're not going to read, you're going to see that Saul's motive really to do this is to get David killed off. If I put David out on the front lines, maybe uh, the Philistines will kill him. And then I'm done with my David problem. None of that has to do with what I want to point out in this, in this devotion today. One attribute of God is his jealousy. God is extremely jealous, the Bible says. Exodus 34 makes that clear. Other parts of scripture that God is a jealous God. And sometimes people have a hard time with an attribute that is negative for people to have, like jealousy. And what we see on display here with Saul is jealousy. Whereas that's an attribute that God can have and it's okay. So why is is Saul's jealousy not okay? And God's jealousy is okay. Well, the reason God's jealousy is okay is because there is no greater being, no one more worthy of praise and glory and honor and awe than God, than the creator of the universe, the sustainer of our lives. And so God would not be God if he wasn't fully recognizing his greatness. And he also wouldn't be doing our best interest if he didn't want us to recognize him as the greatest that there is. So it's actually God's love, which is behind his jealousy. He wants the very best for us. And in order for us to be in a best place, we've got to acknowledge God for who he is. In fact, you could say that God's jealousy is what compelled him to send his son Jesus to earth, to live a perfect life, to die a sinless death, and to set up this transaction whereby we receive the righteousness of Christ and we are redeemed to God through faith in Jesus Christ in his death and resurrection. For if he wasn't jealous for our allegiance, he would have just had no problem with us worshiping false gods and going on our own way. However, because he's jealous, he wants nothing but us serving him as the holy and righteous and awesome God that he is. So thank God for his jealousy. Obviously, jealousy in human relationships train wrecks things as we're seeing with Saul. But the jealousy of God is a lifeline for us. And we can be thankful that that's one of his key attributes. Lord, thank you for your jealousy. Would you continue to draw us to yourself? Would you continue to help us see that you are the greatest cause that we can serve, the highest being that we can worship, and keep us from settling for so many less worthy things. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m. in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, 
whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th Annual, Saturday, July 25th through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.